Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, April the 10th, as we come to the end of another Week of our new normal, which has been, um, you know, it's all starting to blend together, I think, for a lot of people. It's hard to believe it's been over a month since sports were played. The NBA, NHL shut down over a month ago, which is just wild to think about. And, of course, no end in sight as far as we know in terms of sports, when they will come back. Obviously, we talked earlier in the week about the potential for baseball to come back and the plan that they had to come back. And um, I think that's been met with a lot of resistance. We'll see. How it all plays out, obviously, the sooner the better, I think, for all of us baseball fans. But uh, hopefully everyone is staying safe, staying healthy. We will continue to do our best here to try and provide a distraction for a few minutes a day, uh, an entertainment, something to take your mind off of what's going on out there in the world. So today we continue with our series of Mount Rushmore's. We have done catcher and first base. Obviously, that means we're good. We're going to do second base today. So let's take a uh, dive in. And uh, a lot of candidates here for the second base Mount Rushmore. A lot of old school candidates as well. We'll try and go from oldest to newest in a, in a general sense. Groups of guys from from different eras um, to ultimately arrive at at who our Mount Rushmore of second baseman is. Obviously, catcher I think was a little easier than first baseman. Um, obviously I talk these out as I do them. I try not to come in with too many preconceived notions about who's definitely going to make it so we can kind of go through it together and come to our conclusions together. There are definitely a couple names today that I think are, are pretty much locks to be on it, but we'll get into all of it. Let's dive in. Let's start with the, uh, the old school name that I think is probably the, the one everyone most expects. And, uh, I think very likely when we were done, this, uh, will be on the Mount Rushmore, but let's start off with the old school guys. Let's start off with Rogers Hornsby, of course. Um, I think many people think of as the great second baseman of all time. 358 career batting average. 358. That is insane. Um, played for a number of teams. He was a World Series champion in 1926, two-time NL MVP, two-time triple crown winner. He won the batting title seven times, two-time home run leader, two-time Four-time RBI leader and, of course, a M, uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, Hornsby. You know, you really think of him and Honus Wagner as the kind of two legends from that time, two infield legends. And, you know, Ty Cobb, there are a few guys you think of from that time as, as the true greats, the all-timers. Hornsby definitively on that list, so I think there's a, a solid chance that we see Hornsby on the Mount Rushmore when we chisel those names in. At the end of this discussion, uh, a few more old school guys, though, to be considered. Uh, certainly have to have their name thrown in a bunch. One of them is Eddie Collins. Eddie Collins was a really great baseball player for the Philadelphia Athletics, mostly. Um, also played for the White Sox as well, but uh, the, the majority of his career with the Athletics, a long career, 333 career hitter, 3,315 career hits, um, Hall of Famer. 
and elected in 1939 as six-time World Series champion, was the AL MVP in 1914, even prior to Hornsby, a real old-school guy. It's tough to, to kind of figure out how to rank Eddie Collins, as obviously he was so long ago, and even before Hornsby, you know, it's tough um, to really come to any sort of real conclusion about him, but certainly has to be mentioned, as does Nap LaJoy. Uh, Nap LaJoy, um, a, uh, another all-time old-school baseball player, uh, made his debut in 1896, a career 339 hitter, had 3,243 career hits, um, played for the Phillies, how about it, was also a Philadelphia Athletic, Cleveland Naps, and the Athletics again at the end of his career, was a Triple Crown winner in 1901, a five-time batting champ, um, and of course a Hall of Famer as well. So, so again, these names are tough to kind of decide how, um, compare them to the more recent players that we just have so much more information on. But I think if we're talking about the Mount Rushmore of second baseman, you can't just not mention them. You know, they need to be mentioned. Um, so moving a little further forward, uh, Charlie Geringer, another name that needs to be mentioned, 320 batting average for his career. Six-time All-Star, World Series champ in 1935, AL MVP in 1937. Spent his entire career with the Detroit Tigers. That was a 20 uh, excuse me, an 18-year career, all with the Tigers. Um, Garinger, uh, uh, second baseman, also became a coach and general manager. Um, certainly needs to be mentioned. Definitely will not surpass uh, Hornsby or LaJoy as far as this old-school players um, discussion goes, but I think needs to be mentioned on the list as well. And then Frankie Frisch, the last of the old-school guys that I feel like needs to be mentioned here. As a nickname, the Fordham Flash, which that alone makes him a legend in my book. Um, premiered in uh, 1919, so a little bit after some of the older school ones. 316 career average, um, three-time All-Star, four-time World Series champ, won the NL MVP in 1931. Frankie Fritch, a really, really good baseball player. Um, but again, I think you know him, Garinger, a couple of these names, you got to put them below. I think if we're talking about... Really, three guys. It's really Hornsby, Collins, and LaJoy for me, and then really Hornsby and LaJoy, the two that are going to kind of carry on and have a real chance to make this Mount Rushmore. But you know, you can't discuss the history of the position and, and just ignore some people, and those are the people we can't ignore. All right, this next era of guys, I think two haymakers here, really three haymakers of players, all Hall of Famers, um, though one of them spent half his career – uh, at another position, so you got to ding him a little bit for that. Let's start with the uh, the haymaker of all haymakers. I think probably the um, potentially the first name that people might have thought about um, when talking about the 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 Mount Rushmore of second baseman and who has to be there. Well, if we're doing a Mount Rushmore of baseball, which we will do at the end, actually. Now that I said that, we will get to a Mount Rushmore of baseball. Well, we might have our first person who's probably going to be on both of them. Jackie Robinson is on the Mount Rushmore of second baseman for many reasons. The obvious one's obviously what he did for the game and what he meant to the game is when we're talking about the Mount Rushmore's, it's not just specifically how they were as a player, but it's all of it. It's their legacy as a player. It's how they were as a player. It's their, you know, hardware, what awards have they won, World Series titles. I take all these things into account. Jackie Robinson, when you talk about the legacy of, you know, there's only one player in the sport who has his number retired on every single team. You know what I'm saying? So I think Jackie Robinson, a very clear lock to be on the Mount Rushmore here. And, and when we do the Mount Rushmore in baseball, I think Jackie Robinson, a real 
Let's just say he's going to be on it. I mean, let's be real. Him and Babe Ruth are probably the two names that you think about or say, oh, they'll be on it. Um, Jackie Robinson, a 311 career average, six-time All-Star, World Series champ, the NL MVP in 1949, won the Rookie of the Year in 47. That's the thing about Jackie Robinson is that he had such a, a cultural impact and a real impact that went on way beyond sports when you really think about it, what he did. For baseball, breaking the color color barrier. I mean, there's just it's impossible to overstate his importance. But on top of that, was actually a damn good baseball player too. <laughs> That's the thing that made Jackie Robinson so so special is that um, not only did he have the fortitude and the mental toughness and all these things to to go through what he went through and still succeed but to also be one of the best players in the sport i think just takes it to a whole nother level and jaggy robinson was that he's one of the great second basemen of all time as a player and certainly as a uh, legacy wise and all that one of the true 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 greats in the history of the game so jaggy robinson i think we could say will be on the mount rushmore of second baseman not to you know spoiler alert i should say but but he will get there two more names from this um, moving forward a little bit, uh, Robinson from his era, but then moving forward a little bit, um, who I think have a real chance. Rod Carew is an interesting one. Uh, Rod Carew, a Hall of Fame player, one of the great hitters really of a generation, um, but played a lot of first base. You know, Really the second half of his career was at first base, but he did play a lot of second base. And you can't have the discussion without him. 18-time All-Star, Rod Carew. AL MVP in 1977, he was a Rookie of the Year. He was a seven-time batting champion, which is insane. Ended with a career 328 average, 3,053 hits. Was just a savant of hitting. It was just a legit savant when it came to hitting the baseball. One of the true great pure hitters, potentially in the history of baseball. Obviously played a little later um, than Robinson, so kind of a, a step forward in terms of generations, these next two guys are not Robinson. Robinson kind of on his own in terms of from that generation. But, um, I, you know, I said yesterday you have to ding Carew a little bit for the fact that he played the second half of his career at first base, but still has to be in the discussion with such a great player and obviously second base. Um, really, the, the position he came up at and played for the first half of his career, so absolutely has to be in the discussion. Um, the next name, uh, who is more from Carew's era, uh, obviously, as well, again, who um, I think has a really good chance to make it in the end here when we finish this out, uh, is Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan, I think a lot of people feel the best second baseman they ever saw in terms of people who are uh, older than me but but younger than people who were able to see Robinson play or you know obviously there aren't many if any people who really saw Hornsby play left um, I'm sure there are some obviously but not many um, I think for a lot of people of a generation Joe Morgan the best second baseman they ever saw held a lot of records for a while until you know offensive explosions and all that but 268 home runs was a record for a while he was a 10 time all-star two-time world series champ with the uh Bigger machine won the NL MVP back to back years in '75 and '76. That's a big deal. Second baseman winning it back to back years. Silver Slugger Award, a five time Gold Glover, just a a real all time baseball player. Joe Morgan, certainly one of the best second basemen of all time. And um, the legacy matters too. That's what we're talking about too when we're talking about Mount Rushmore, um, Hall of Famer. Obviously, later went on to be a broadcaster, a much better player than he was a broadcaster, as far as I'm concerned. But Joe Morgan. Really, um, a no doubt about it, 
candidate for the Mount Rushmore of second baseman. And, and honestly, I think one of the front runners for me as we're going through this list, I think there's a real, real solid chance that Joe Morgan finds his way onto the Mount Rushmore of second baseman. All right, now we get into the more recent era of guys. Guys, we all know. Guys, we, um, you know. We, we we know we know them a lot better. Let's say a lot of us saw them play. Certainly, people my age got to see them play. Um, one guy who won't make the Mount Rushmore, but I just want to give a shout out to because I think he's a criminally underrated historically as a borderline Hall of Fame player. He'll never make it anymore, but a, a borderline Hall of Famer, a really great player when I was growing up was Lou Whitaker. Um, I think Lou Whitaker, a, a criminally criminally underrated player historically. Really, um, him and Trammell as the uh, you know, middle infield of that those Tigers teams were really, um, really great. You know, the best in baseball potentially, and both guys, you know, potential deserving Hall of Famers. As Whitaker really just had a very, very strong career, um, and it's kind of a shame that he doesn't get the the recognition that that he probably deserves. Um, an 18 year career, all with the Tigers. Love that. You got to be impressive. Five time All Star, World Series champion, 84, rookie of the year, three time Gold Glover, four time Silver Slugger. Was a really darn good baseball player. Again, he is not going to make the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I just thought deserved to be mentioned because he was a really great player um, who never gets credited, really, as he, he probably should. All right. A guy who actually does have a chance to make the Mount Rushmore, one of the legit candidates here. We know him in Philly for other reasons. How about that, Ryan Sandberg? How about former Phillies manager Ryan Sandberg? Sandberg, a, a legit all-time great second baseman. I mean, you look at the numbers. He passed Joe Morgan with 282 home runs, um, 285 career average, um, a 10-time All-Star, won the MVP in 1984, a nine-time gold glover as well. Was uh, a great hitter and a great fielder, obviously. So many years with the Cubs there as a um, just a great player for the Cubs. Um, I think Ryan Sandberg, someone who, you know, Hall of Famer in 2005. And uh, really just one of the great second basemen of all time. Someone who I think when we discuss this has a legitimate, legitimate chance to be here at the end. I think that, you know, it's it's really one of those key names to make this Mount Rushmore. Ryan Sandberg, one of the great second basemen of all time. And um, certainly deserves to be, not just be mentioned, but has a real chance to be on this list. You know, ultimately, I think when all said and done, uh, it's going to be between him and maybe one other person for potentially that last spot as I'm going through and kind of doing the math in my head as we go. We'll obviously, um, you know, kind of see how it all shakes out. But Ryan Sandberg, for me, a uh, likely um, big time candidate for this. Uh, another Hall of Famer, and this one will get ding because he did start his career as a catcher. But Craig Biggio mostly played second base. Did play some outfield as well, but I think you think of him as a second baseman before you think of him as anything else. Hall of Famer, over 3,000 career hits, 281 average, seven-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glover, five-time Silver Slugger Award. You know, great career. Craig Biggio, great career. Um, he's not going to make the Mount Rushmore again because he started his career at catcher. He played some outfield. And, you know, it's hard to put him over someone like Sandberg who is um, – is, you know, like we just talked about, someone offensively and defensively and spent his entire career playing second base. It's hard to go with Biggio over him. And, um, but Biggio, I think, you know, you can't do this exercise without mentioning Biggio and, and really giving him a, a real shake and, and a, real, um, a real chance to make the list because I do think that he's right there. You know, he's close to being on the list, but, but just 
just not quite there. Um, all right. Uh, obviously, uh, I think that the name that to me sticks out from this era of baseball and is the guy I chose as the best second baseman of my lifetime that I've seen play and I think should be a real candidate for this Mount Rushmore is Roberto Almar. Roberto Almar, a Hall of Famer in 2011. Uh, listen to these numbers. Uh, first and foremost, a 300 career average with 210 career home runs. 12-time All-Star. 12. A two-time World Series champ. That is something that he has over Sandberg. That does matter. Was the ALCS MVP in 92. Now, Sandberg has an actual MVP trophy on his mantle. That puts, you know, gives him a little weight there. Ten-time gold glove winner. So right there with Sandberg with that four-time silver slugger. Um, Sandberg and Alomar really right now um, in a dead heat for me for that last spot as we continue to talk this out unless we get any more along the way here, which we will continue to discuss. But um, Robbie Alomar was just such a great player and, you know, didn't – very different from Sandberg in the sense that he bounced around, played for different teams, Um, you know, was a Blue Jay, was an Indian, was a – Oriole was a Met, you know, kind of made the rounds a little bit, but man, was Roberto Alomar a great player. Was Roberto Alomar a great player? One of the great defensive second basemen I've ever seen in my life. I, I talked when we did the the best second baseman of my lifetime when we talked about that, that that him and Vizquel when they were together in Cleveland was just like a thing of beauty to see those guys turning double plays up the middle and just how good a player he was. Um, the best second baseman of my lifetime, and I feel very confident saying that. So Roberto Alomar, a real-deal contender um, for the end. One more guy to mention from this era of baseball, um, but um, won't make the list. He just won't, but um, and, and isn't a Hall of Famer. But, but you know, has the numbers to be compared. Certainly, you know, we talked about those home runs and, and the records there. He hit 377 home runs which is a lot more than Joe Morgan when he had the record, a lot more than Ryan Sandberg when he broke that record. So Jeff Kent is the man we're talking about. Jeff Kent was someone who had a you know, a really strong career, five-time All-Star, won the NL MVP in the year 2000. Four-time Silver Slugger, did bounce around a bit. It was a Blue Jay, a Med, an Indian, a Giant, an Astro, a Dodger. Um, but um, he's not going to make the list. He's not going to be above Biggio or obviously Alomar, these guys, but... I do think that Jeff Ken at least deserves mention here as a you know really great ball player who um, isn't quite um, maybe isn't quite a Hall of Famer or if he is he's a borderline Hall of Famer but is someone who if you're going to talk about the best second baseman of all time you should at least throw his name in there because Kent really had a run where certainly offensively uh, defensively you could argue he's nowhere on the level of these guys we're talking about he's nowhere near Alomar or Sandberg but offensively he could play with any of them you know offensively he was that good hitter so um Jeff Kent deserves to be mentioned all right um we're gonna mention Chase Utley just because you know we love Chase Utley here and I do think that Chase Utley is a Hall of Fame player uh personally um if you look at Jay Jaffe's Jaws system, which is a really interesting system for um, trying to decide whether players are Hall of Fame eligible. Um, he has Chase Utley above some serious guys in terms of, of you know numbers, and he's got him ahead of uh, Robinson, Whitaker, Alomar, Biggio. Uh, you know, a few of these names we're talking about. Um, according to to Jaffe, um, Utley is a, a better player than those guys, and Utley certainly had a. Um, you know, wonderful career, and, uh, you know, I think the injuries slowed him down a little bit, but, you know, a career 275 hitter with 
259 home runs and you know obviously the postseason success hit five home runs in that world series against the yankees in 09 but at least obviously not going to make them out rush more of second baseman but i just wanted to mention him i think he deserves mention um i think if you're talking about any second baseman from this generation of time there's really only one who would even be in the real discussion for the mount rushmore and, and i don't think he's there but Robinson Cano has been a damn good baseball player. Robinson Cano, career 302 average, which is wild. I didn't think he'd be over 300 with, you know, has kind of been down the last few years comparatively. 2570 in terms of hits. He's probably going to get to 3,000 if he could tough out a couple more years here. He's got a real chance. 324 career home runs. I mean, from an offensive perspective, one of the great second basemen of all time. I don't think there's any question about that. A solid enough defender, not anymore. Back of the day. Was never great. Eight-time All-Star, World Series champion in 09, as we just talked about. That's a bummer. Five-time Silver Slugger, two-time Gold Glover, which I wouldn't have expected. Um, Robinson Cano is a great baseball player, and Robinson Cano has had a Hall of Fame type of career. Now, to be fair, we did have the steroids uh, issue a few years ago, so who knows how voters react to that. You know how I feel. I'm fine with it. I I don't, especially guys from the steroids era, quote-unquote, just because you can't really decide who was on what and whether they were facing pitchers who were on at this. Nah, you know, you don't really know. But at the same time, I think um, steroids are not. Robinson Cano, a, a Hall of Fame-worthy player in my book, and certainly someone who you should discuss. I think he needs to be mentioned when you're talking about the Mount Rushmore of second baseman because he's certainly the best of this era. I don't think there's any question about that. If you're you're not talking about Alomar, Biggio, Sandberg, you know, going back further to those eras, you know, the, the, of the guys still playing or, you know, on the back ends of their careers or just finished playing like Utley, Cano is definitely the best of those guys, and he deserves to be mentioned, but um, he won't make the, the Mount Rushmore. It's time to, to chisel those names in stone, and I think as you can tell as we've been going through, I have three names that I feel are locks to be on this. I mean, there are just three guys who will be on this. Rogers Hornsby, the name was chiseled in as soon as we started talking. I think we all know that Rogers Hornsby, a, a, a legend of baseball in terms of one of the greats to ever play. And again, I know it's hard to compare that type of era of baseball to, to anything we're doing now, but Rogers Hornsby, just so far and away better than everyone else. 358 career hitter. I mean, come on. Uh, Hornsby is on the Mount Rushmore second baseman. As we mentioned before, Jackie Robinson. Just, you know, you can't have a Mount Rushmore without Jackie Robinson. What's the point? He's going to be on the Mount Rushmore of baseball when we do it. Um, but he is on the Mount Rushmore of second baseman without question, hands down, both as a player and obviously the legacy stuff, but that all matters. That's what you do when deciding Mount Rushmore's. And then uh, Joe Morgan, I think, is a lock to be on here when you take in the offensive and defensive prowess, the World Series titles, the back-to-back MVP awards. Um, and just that for a long time, a lot of people thought the best second baseman in baseball for a long, long period of time. I think Joe Morgan has to be on that list of the Mount Rushmore of second baseman. So we have Hornsby, we have Robinson, we have Joe Morgan. It comes down to two guys for that last spot, as I was kind of alluding to before. And again, Rod Carew should you know be mentioned. He should be in final consideration, but half his game's at first base. You just have to dig him for that. It comes down to Alomar and Sandberg for me. Roberto Alomar and Ryan Sandberg. One of those two guys I think deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore of second baseman. Um, Sandberg had the MVP trophy, has a little more power. Uh, Alomar maybe a slightly better average hitter um, with both defensive monsters. Alomar won a couple World Series. It's really tough. I'm torn on this one between Sandberg and Roberto Alomar. Um, I think that a lot of people would probably go Sandberg here. I think most people 
We'll go Sandberg because he's still got a little more historical clout, I would say. But I'm going Roberto Almar. I think Roberto Almar was a, a better player. And um, I think that in, in 50 years when we look back, when it's a little further removed, I think Almar will be ahead of Ryan Sandberg in terms of the great second baseman. Again, like everything goes into it. So um, I do think the fact that he won a couple World Series matters. The fact that Alomar um, has that on his resume. Granted, the MVP for Sandberg is is something. It matters. But I'm going to go over Alomar. Final answer, our Mount Rushmore of second baseman. Rogers Hornsby. Jackie Robinson, Joe Morgan, and Roberto Alomar. And I feel pretty good about it. All right, everyone, have a wonderful, happy, safe weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and um, you know, be smart, and, and again, stay safe above all else. And we'll be back next week. We'll continue with the Mount Rushmores, continue to have some fun, and hopefully provide a distraction and a little bit of entertainment at a time. We all need it so much. So until next week. Please have a wonderful weekend. And again, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.